please. Oh, uh, Houston, we've had a problem. We've had a main B bus undervolt. Roger, main B undervolt. Okay, stand by 13, we're looking at it. Welcome to Positive Arse Talks, hosted by Mike. The show that talks all things Arsenal, looking to build a positive relationship amongst the fans and players. Grab your cup of tea and stick around with me. It's Thursday, March 11th, 2021, episode 20. Will we ever learn? Welcome to episode number 20, I hope. Everyone is being blessed with this beautiful warm weather where I'm currently located as I'm sure we're all excited for spring and nice weather and no more cracked or dried out hands. I mean, I guess maybe that's a personal issue. Don't worry. I use my lotion and I rub it in very well. (laughs) Today's topics include discussing our 27th English Premier League game against Burnley as well as our first round of 16 tie against Olympiacos in the Europa League. Let's get right into it then, right? So we will go in order of when these games were played, and the first one was Burnley. The lineup looked as such. We had Burn, Leno, and Nett. Uh, we switched up our right back, I guess giving Bellerin a little break, but... Callum Chambers is out there on the right back position. We had Davin Luiz playing as right center back. Pablo Mari playing as left center back, and we had Kieran Tierney playing left back. Starting from right to left, Thomas Partey and Granit Xhaka in the center defensive mid-rolls, and Saka, Odegaard, and Willian. And up top, we played Aubameyang in a 4-2-3-1. And let's get right into it, right? So, not much happening up until about the sixth minute. Thomas Partey found a great pass to William out of the back, splitting two defenders. Um, and William brought the ball up into space. He saw that uh, Aubameyang was creeping out wide like he usually does on that left-hand side, gave it out to him. Aubameyang did a step-over move that, for whatever reason, no one can just stop, right? Uh, you would imagine it's expected, right? Because he's usually never going to kick with his left foot. But somehow he did it, and he beat... Pope to that near post on, well, from Aubameyang's angle, the left side, so the left side of the goal. Arsenal up 1-0. Great. Great to get up ahead that early, right? In the 19th minute, we saw Thomas Partey almost gave a great pass over top of Aubameyang, but the defender was able to get his foot onto it, making the ball go out of range for Aubameyang, and he couldn't really get a clear foot to it, and ended up missing right in front of the net because Pope that just went wide. Uh, he already was there near that post, so he wasn't going to let that go in again. <laughs> in the 22nd minute, we saw that Bukaya Saka found Aubameyang and proceeded his run that Aubameyang led the ball into him for, and he missed right in front of the net. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> what's going on? So he's in front of the net, right? We can't kick the ball. <laughs> in the 29th minute, uh, Martin Odegaard. Saved the ball 
that was led to him by Sokka, and then pass, uh, that was, like, right on to the byline right, and he passed it to the center of the 18-yard box to Partey, but Partey's one-time shot went high and wide, you know, one of those stinkers. Still waiting for his first goal of the season, right? In the 39th minute, we saw Arsenal were playing out of the back, and I cannot believe it. Leno gave the ball to Xhaka on his weak foot with two men pressing right then and there. There was a man running right behind him, which I didn't think he should have passed him, right? Just boot that out. Well, <laughs> because Shaka ended up taking a touch because it wasn't his preferred foot, and I can understand that. Shaka took that touch, and it allowed Chris Wood to travel back into the path of where that pass was going. He knew it was going out wide towards Chambers, right? Or whoever was out there, uh, probably David Louise, because Chambers would be up a little. It hit him right in his chest and went right into the net. I'm starting to get to the precipice of this playing out of the back thing where it really just, oh, we're causing our own issues, right? But, uh, oh my, just oh my, couldn't believe it, but uh, they never cease to amaze me, right, this season, whatever, we're tied at 1-1. Nothing really happened anymore up until about the 68th minute. There's just a bunch of different plays going up and back. Uh, Vija had a clear open shot on net, but Saka got um, his foot to it brilliantly. I mean, I thought that was a beautiful defensive play. It just shows you the aspects of how he wants to play both forward and defensive and just be an all-around team player, right? That's what you got to do. In the 78th minute, we saw Peters took a screamer that Leno made a great save against. I mean, that could have been scary. In the 81st minute, uh, Tierney played a great cross into the middle on the ground for Pepe, but Pepe skimmed the ball, trying to hit it with the inside of his foot instead of drilling it with his laces. Come on, man. Drill it! There's no need for a side-footed shot there. Especially when the ball is being curled in like that. I mean, come on. In the 83rd minute, Saka made a brilliant run around his man and played across that. Pepe was able to get the volley off of, but it hit the uh, Burnley defender's shoulder and went off the crossbar. First, they went through VAR and stuff, and they thought it was a red card. He, uh, the ref did give him a red card. That was switched after VAR took a look, and it was, in fact, his shoulder. So, lucked out of that. But, um, yeah, in the 90th plus 4th minute, Pepe played a ball across the byline to Lacazette, but he had two men on him. Lacazette tried shooting the ball, but it came bouncing back out that, well, Ceballos was able to capture that with a one-time shot and ended up hitting the woodwork. I mean, it's just really the last thing I could really talk about in terms of what happened during the game, but there was another uh, moment during the game I couldn't find the time because Peacock, Peacock didn't want me to... Uh, Replay that match for whatever reason. I don't know what the problem was, but I did watch this game live, and obviously I watched a few highlights just to uh, refresh my memory because I'm not talking about these right after the game. I can't wait until I can stop doing that because you should see my computer. I mean, I have it all set up in nice files and folders, but there's just too, too much shit with, like, notes and stuff. I don't want to write notes at all, right? <laughs> but... There was a moment during the game where Pepe crossed the ball into the box, but Cresswell blocked that with his hands inside of the box, right? Uh, I mean, 
I'm shocked that that's not a penalty because that's not a normal place for your arm to be. I, I understand there are certain scenarios that this doesn't apply when it's like down by your hips or you're covering. Uh, I actually, I don't even think you can cover your face anymore. That would be a handball, right? So it's, it's, it wasn't justifiable enough. I just thought it was crazy that we didn't get a penalty because, you know, team like uh, Liverpool, they get it. Team like Man City, Bruno Fernandez would have like his twentieth goal by now, right? Or whatever, wherever he is. <laughs> but yeah, he, he practically raised his arm out above, like at shoulder level, right? That's that's BS, you know. But whatever, so be it. That game is over. We missed out on two more points to get us ahead of Aston Villa in the Premier League. But gotta learn from our own mistakes, right? Let's get into the next match. And that was just played moments ago. We played against Olympiacos in the first round of 16 match. And our lineup looked as such. Bern Leno in net. Bellerin at right back. Louise uh, playing right center back. Gabriel playing left center back. Tierney playing left back. Thomas Partey and Jaka in the center defensive mid-rolls. Saka, Odegaard, and Willian from right to left in that three. And Aubameyang up top. Not gonna lie, though, when I was watching, uh, it was CBS All Access, but Paramount Plus, when they were talking about the pre-match, it looked like they were playing a 4-3-3. But it did look like Willian was ended up on the left side because... The way the four three three was shown, they had Willian on the right, and I don't think I ever saw him over there. But, you know, enough with that. Let's get right into the match, right? So, in the second minute, Kieran Tierney played a great ball to Odegaard in the middle, but again, with the side foot shots! It went wide of the goal because it skimmed off his leg. In the fifth minute, Odegaard laid a great ball off for uh, Hector Beller and a cross in towards uh, Aubameyang's area, right? And it went straight to Alba's head, but the goalie made a great save. In the 12th minute, we saw Leno's simple touch to Tierney. Has to be a clearance or something. That's just too risky with all that pressure. There's like four Olympiacos players there, and he's like tapping the ball out wide for him. And good thing that Tierney knows to get rid of that ball, right? Otherwise, we'd be in an issue. 14th minute. Kieran Tierney played a great cross yet again. I mean, he is the cross specialist. I love it. But it was barely behind Saka, and then Bellerin collected that ball on the other side, giving it to Odegaard, who laid it off for Partey to, well, just like last game, blasted over. <laughs> In the 18th minute, we countered Olympiacos's counter really well. Gabriel stuffed that out, and I think we played it out towards Saka. And then Saka sent Bellerin down the line for a cross, but it went straight to the goalkeeper. I mean, just good that we can keep ourselves well-defended and compact to make sure that, that stuff doesn't happen to us. In the 21st minute, Odegaard misplaced a really bad pass back to Gabriel on our defensive third, the Val Bueno. Got a hold of, I mean, I can't believe he's still playing. <laughs> but he shot right at Leno, thankfully. So nothing came out of that, but... Nothing really happened up until the 34th minute. Odegaard, oh my. That Norwegian, oh my. He found space in the middle. Got on that real strong left foot and took a touch and blasted a rocket. I mean, before the goalie could even make a reaction, it hit off his hands and went into the net. 
So Arsenal are up 1-0. Way to get, get up in the first half early and make sure that that happens. In the 39th minute, Luis gave the ball away to Maseros. I think that was his name, right? I might be butchering it, but either way, he could have easily tied this. I mean, come on, man. He was on you the whole time, and you just let him, like, come up from behind and steal. Don't get it. But in the 42nd minute, there was a great run from out of the back that ended up that William who took a shot, but it was blocked to bounce up for a real slow to the keeper, just get in the air. And... Again, just pointing out this brilliant, well, all-around player, Bukayo Saka. Um, camera was dribbling towards our net, and this boy ran. It looked like a good 30 to 40 yards, right, to get back and win that ball with a clean tackle. I mean, that's that's brilliant. I love it, and I'm always going to bring up that type of play if I see it, and, you know, I apologize or sometimes I don't watch the live games, and then for whatever reason, I can't watch Peacock. There might be other times that some of these guys do that, and I have to kind of go off the notes of the highlights, because I would love to say the Arsenal is my life, but there are also other things in my life that are a bit more important and more personal. So, yes, but, ah, that was the end of the first half, right? The second half. Not really happened up until the 58th minute. I I don't understand. Leno did this in the Burnley match, right? Well, what? I don't understand why Leno, when he gets that ball back from Gabriel, that he tries to play two Ceballos who had two men behind him. And, of course, El Arabi was there, took a clean tackle, and stole right off Ceballos to beat Leno to the far post. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's tied at 1-1. Uh... I'm <sighs> not going to lie, when this happened, I kind of had like a, a moment of thought going through my head, and I know that I'm not supposed to be thinking about things, but it, it, it happened, and I, 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 just because I see where Aston Villa are right now, and I see where we've made mistakes where it's Leonard's fault or this playing out of the back shit in areas where you should just kick the ball away. Excuse my language again, of course, if there's kids watching or something like, um, I guess you could just say I'm very passionate and I know that I'm supposed to be positive arse talks, but there's also a side of me that's very serious and adamant. And if I was the coach, I wouldn't be accepting that. I guess that's just my take on it. But yes, I. Uh, don't get why we're playing that out of the back, but I think if we had Martinez, I think if we kept Martinez, we might have finished first in our Europa League group, and we might be one or th one to three positions higher in the Premier League table up to this point right now. I, I, I believe that. I think that the system playing out of the back worked better for Martinez because it's almost beginning to look like Leno is... Falling out of sync with the game to not know when he should kick it far away or he just listens to the demands of Arteta trying to play it short or something. You can't expect some of these guys like Ceballos and Shaka, who already take an additional touch before they pass the ball to not do that when you pass it to them in the defensive third. I, I would just think that that common sense would grow on you if you play and develop a relationship with these players. I don't know what's going on in training, right? I don't get to see those videos. I don't 
I don't know how how hard pressed Arteta has the defending team when they're playing with the starters against subs or however it may be. You know, I I, I don't know. I don't I don't see what's happening there. But I, it's just real lackluster. You know, it's it's lazy. Kick kick it away. Like no one's gonna be mad at you if you kick the ball away because we're up one goal away on the aggregate, and then you give up that. You give up that trash. You know, it's. I can't really understand where that stems from, why it's happening. I mean, I played goalie at one point in my life. If there was an opportunity that the ball came to me, I'm booting it away if I see that there's no clear, obvious pass or open lane for somebody that's one of my defenders, right, that I could throw the ball out to them, or if I receive it to my foot. I I don't even think that I would take that touch if I was Leonard in that position. I would have kicked it away first time. Just because I see all the pressure that's happening there, and I'm not going to take the risk. But, I wasn't Leonard today. I don't get why he did it, but yeah, I think that's my take. I mean, I guess that's a hot take for the season for me right now. I'm not sad. I'm not upset. I'm not mad that we kept Leno. I think Leno's kept us in games from time to time, but these are just starting to pile up. I mean, he got a red card in this season already due to this... um, nonsense the Burnley match we just spoke about I'm pretty sure if I went through some of my notes right now I I, I'm speaking purely from emotion right now but I also have my head in sync to understand what's I don't know exactly what's going on but I can understand that this is a mistake that needs to be addressed because it's like taking a gun and shooting yourself in the foot for no reason I I mean I saw a meme floating around on social media already where it's a guy with a pipe running up to some dude behind him, and the guy in front uh, has his phone out, and it's just Arsenal beating up Arsenal. They have like the label Arsenal next to the pipe, the guy who's holding the pipe, and then the guy who's just not paying attention and about to get whacked from behind walking forward. I mean, that's that's clearly how it feels. That's, that's how it is, but... Whatever. We'll get on with the rest of the game because we're not going to make it all about that. But it's just something I really want to do address. Um, but in the 71st minute, Ceballos found a great pass to Odegaard in between three players. But a shot was blocked because he was a bit, while he was about like 8 to 10 yards from goal, but two defenders were around him. I mean, any time that we found an open hole in the box, our players were surrounded uh, like immediately. You know, But in the 79th minute, great contribution from William usually never really happens but I'll take it when it does show us your contributions and why we're paying you this much and why we should keep you for next season right Arsenal had a corner kick after great exchange of play between Ceballos and Odegaard on the right side Gabriel stepped back to win this corner kick that was in the air that floated perfectly from William and what a header. It went straight to the top right corner I think it was El Arabi or Villa Bueno or somebody like that he was so strong. He was, I mean, what a big boy. I, I wouldn't want to fight in an aerial duel with him, right? Uh, I, <laughs> He hurt the other guy so bad he had to get subbed because his shoulder was all screwed up. But, I mean, it's a fair play. Uh, I'm pretty sure an assistant coach on Olympiacos got a yellow card. They were all screaming, like, saying it's foul. It's like, <laughs> what do you want him to do? His chest hit the dude's shoulder, and because he didn't jump up high enough, there's really not much that he could do. It's not like he was um, jumping over the player or anything. He had to literally run back for it. So, yeah, there's no foul on there, but beautiful to get us up 2-1. to one. 
In the 84th minute, Ceballos played a ball to Pepe, and his ball was brilliant at the byline for Bellerin. It crossed along the line, but Aubameyang missed it. The, the tap-in, due to the fact that the goalie touched it, and I probably would have acted strange if that happened to me, too, to be like, oh, I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought, like, he was going to catch it, right? Like, went between his arms next to the post, like, in between the post and the arms, just stayed on the line. It was, it was weird and it happened so fast that he couldn't react fast enough to it, right? But, oh, oh, my. In the, I think it was somewhere between the 83rd or 86th minute. I I wasn't paying attention to the time of the game, but <laughs> Mohamed El Nani found space to dribble up the middle, and he took one of those pyramid blasts. I mean, the power, the energy of the pyramids. Just, oh my, <laughs> that thing was a torch that hit the goalie's hands to the far right post, and then it hit the post and bounced in, and we go up 3-1. I mean, I'll take those screamers any day of the week. After that Arsenal win, 3-1. We have three away goals on the aggregate. That's beautiful. We'll see those guys again on Thursday next week at the Emirates. But in conclusion, we need to stop making these same old mistakes, right? Had we not gone off in the second half and scored two screamers today, we would have tied yet again because of the astounding play of playing the ball to people with pressure on them in the middle with no line of defense behind that guy other than yourself, the goalkeeper, right? We missed out on points in the Premier League to get ahead of Aston Villa, but the three away goals on aggregate today were much needed, right? Glad to see that Odegaard got his first Arsenal goal, as well as to become the first Norwegian to score for Arsenal. But, I'm going to call it a day here as I'm getting ready to travel, but a big game coming up on Sunday against SHIT! So for the second tie against them in a North London Derby in the Premier League. Love and light, my friends. Until next time. Come on, you gunners! Girls at hell, what's up against the world?